time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Step 12, Penciling Out Part 2. This week we're going to pick up where we left last time. We had a back-of-the-envelope plan that's profitable in some year that we don't quite know what it is yet. And I'll take you step-by-step to get a full plan that will help you figure out whether you actually want to do this business. The next step is to figure out what year we're talking about. And there's a few rules of thumb we can use to try and figure that out. So, again, top line on my plan was 100,000 units. 100,000 of these little tags that go on birds. So, again, this is a real plan. I was sitting down with the entrepreneur and I asked him, well, how many tags did you sell last year? And his answer was like 1,000, right? It was just a research project at the time. It wasn't a company yet. And so I asked him, if we turn this into a real company and got a little bit of investment, you know, what could we possibly sell next year? And he said, I don't know, three, four, five thousand tags. So that's a good baseline for what we're looking for for year one. We're looking for a number around three, four, five thousand, right? That's what he felt comfortable was possible. It's kind of related to that opportunity size, the bottom up opportunity size. What's what's a reasonable number that you could possibly get to? So if we had 100,000 units this year, What possibly could the previous year look like? And the rule of thumb is that it's hard to build a business that doubles in size year over year. It happens. It it, it happens quite often. It's really hard to build one that grows three times year over year. That happens too. I've done that a few times. It's really stressful. You not only have to build three times the units and make three times the sales, you generally need three times the staff. So you got to add three times more people to your team than you had the previous year. So five times is really hard, but in this case, it's kind of a niche product and and had some popularity, and so I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say this company is going to grow huge and fast, and and so the year before this magic year of 100,000 units, one-fifth of that is 20,000 units. Okay, so we have this number, 20,000. What we're going to do is we're going to make another column in the spreadsheet or another column on the envelope, And we're going to start that at the top, and we're going to put down 20,000 units, in in my example. Or I would say one half or one third of your top line number in your your model. Now we're going to look at that number, and we're going to say, well, if we only made that many units, how much would we charge? We might not be able to charge the same amount. And in this case, I don't think we can make those units for $3 a piece if we're only making 20,000. So in my model, I'm saying, well... I think the cost is going to be $7 a unit if we're only making $20,000, in which case we can't charge $10. I'm, I'm sure we'll lose money doing that. So I'm going to say in that year, whatever that year is, we're going to charge $20 a unit. And so 20,000 tags times $20 a unit is only $400,000. And they're $7 a piece. So seven times 20,000 is $140,000. So we're making a net revenue in that year of $260,000. And then again, we're going to do the same thing with the expenses. We're just going to look through and figure out what that is. And uh, you're going to have to buy the book to see the details, but it comes out to be $376,000 in my estimate, which is a loss of $116,000. And the 16 isn't really important. So we just round numbers. Well, we lost $100,000 that year. The next year we made a $100,000 profit. So we're kind of break even. But you know, that's not year one, right? Because we said year one is like, three, four, 5,000 units, and this is 20. So we do the exercise again, and we make another column, and we say, well, what would the previous year look like again? 
And if we just stick with this one-fifth, which again, is really, really, really fast growth product, um, but it fits on the back of my envelope here. Uh, so if we take one-fifth of 20,000, we get 4,000 units. And look, look at that, that's year one. So 4,000 units, well, again, we have the same problem. We certainly can't make those at $7 a piece. I think they're gonna cost us $10 a piece just to make. So we'll charge 25. 4,000 units times 25 is all of 100,000 in revenue. Uh, $10 a piece to make, that's 40,000. That's that's a net revenue of, of only $60,000. You can see where this is going because that can't even pay for one real full-time person in Seattle. Uh, that's where I live. Um, and the total expenses come out to be about 250,000 and we lose another 100,000 in, in that year. And that we said that was year one. So in this really quick back of the envelope calculation, we have this bottom line we can look at and it says we lost $100,000 in year one. We now know that that next one is year two. We lost $100,000 there. And in year three, we made $100,000. And we went from total gross revenues of $100,000 to $400,000 to a million dollars in years one, two, and three. And that seems kind of slow to me, but you know, that's just me. It might seem great to you. But there's this little problem at the bottom that it's just not earning a whole lot of profits. But now that we have the back of the envelope, we can calculate what year four and year five might be at the same growth path. Right? We can see maybe that maybe that turns a quarter. Maybe it, maybe it suddenly becomes really profitable, but it takes five years. Now, the key lesson here is that's it. That's a financial model. Right? It's not very accurate. It's, it's not very accurate at all. But it gives you some idea of can this company ever make a profit? And if so, when would that be? And so we have, in my example, with some really fast growth, it's gonna take at least three years. Probably what I would tell someone if they walked in the door and showed me this, I'd say, well, you're growing too fast. And I would tell them to knock that down to three times, three times growth year over year, in which case profits might not even show up in year five. It might take six years. And then what I would tell them to do is I would point to any one number in the spreadsheet and I'd say, how accurate do you think that is? Is that, is that your best guess? Because I know from experience that it takes a few iterations. So what you should do next, before you call this done, before you do this last step I'm about to tell you, is go through every number one by one and say, does that look right? Does that look right? Does that year look right compared to the other years around it? Right? Is that my best guess? Take at least a few hours on that. Maybe even sleep on it. Maybe take a few days. Maybe sleep on it a few times. And then for the final step here, take a step back and look at it from a distance, right? Not from across the room, but you know, step back, look at that bottom line and say, is that the kind of company that I would care to build? Do I wanna spend three or five or six or seven years losing money before I get to a profitable business? Is this problem important enough to me to solve in that manner? Or you may be looking at a business plan that's profitable in the first year, in which case you could say, great, I'm going to quit tomorrow and start my company. I'm ready. And I appreciate that enthusiasm, but you really do have some more work to do before you're ready to quit your job. So I hate to repeat myself, but I'm going to say this one more time. This little exercise, building a financial model literally on the back of an envelope can save you years of your life because it can tell you, can this business pencil out? Can it ever make money? And if so, how much time in your life are you going to spend doing that? It can answer a third question too, which is, how much money do you need to go do this business? Do you have that in your savings? Well, we'll talk about raising money in many, many weeks from now. 
right? But if you don't have that money in your savings account and you don't want to go take out a loan or you can't take out a loan, well, then you're going to have to go get investors to fill up that gap. And that's a whole other story. Meanwhile, it's time for you to go finish off your plan, sleep on it, see how you feel. And next time, we'll talk about building a team to turn this idea into reality. Until then.